God bless you guys. How are you guys doing today? Wow, it's been a long time. Let's just give it up for a new episode on Life as Young Believers. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's been a long time coming. It's been a real long time since we haven't done an episode. I believe it's been, wow, it's been since about the summertime, July. In the beginning of no, actually August, I believe, since we done the last episode, and man, I I I must say I feel a little weird that we're doing this again. I thought, you know, I was done with this podcast. Some things happened, but here we are again. You know, it's beautiful how God works and how we, you know, always circle back to Him even when we try to like get away from His plan. So I want to uh, start off with a prayer before we even do anything. So, Lord, thank you for this day, Lord. Thank you for this time for bringing us here, Lord. Actually, Lord, your Holy Spirit move in this podcast, Lord. Uh, teach us all new things, Lord, and show us a new way to live, Lord. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your goodness. I thank you for your kindness, Lord. Thank you for everything you do. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen. So, as you guys know, or don't know, uh, <laughs> this is our first episode in a long time, like I said in the beginning. And uh, just to catch you up on a little couple of things that you might have questions about. So number one uh, on my list right now, uh, why we haven't been releasing and recording. Well, it's been a couple of reasons, and I'm going to explain to you. One, uh, my co-host, uh, my dear friend, my cousin, <laughs> Christian, uh, he's currently away at college in West Virginia, which... Uh, we're all proud of him. You know, give it up for Christian. Ooh, college. But yeah, uh, we're really proud of him for, you know, taking a step of faith, but also Lord, you know, getting the opportunity to play division one uh, rugby. And he's a rugby player if you don't know. So it was a great opportunity for him to go down there. And um we're just we're just praying that God uses him as he's in college, right? But you know, that's one of the main reasons why we haven't been recording and releasing, you know, because time, uh, Christians really over, like, uh, you know, just college, you know how it is, uh, schoolwork uh, overwhelms you at times, and, uh, and also he has rugby practice and all that, so it's hard to uh, fix in a time where we uh, can both be in, in the same room or over the phone both, uh, together and, you know, have a couple minutes to talk about the podcast and stuff like that, but We'll figure out a way, and uh, in the name of Jesus, we'll be doing this weekly again. Again, sorry, you know, uh, you know, we're trying to figure out, trying to figure out how to do this weekly. Uh, we're gonna be keep in contact with you guys. We're gonna be using the Instagram more, so watch out for that. And also, uh, we'll be updating that website more, so you can be more interactive with us at Life as Young Believers. And you know, you can always hit up me or Christian with any questions you have. So first things first on the list. Um, I wanted to explain, you know, another reason why we haven't been recording. <laughs> Me, uh, Julian. Uh, as you don't know, if you don't know, I am still in college. I am a junior. Um, I'm 16 years old, so you know, going back to school and not gonna lie, uh, school's hit me in the mouth pretty hard. You know, I have good grades and all, but like. You know, it just it gets overwhelming. Sometimes you know, I come home really tired, super tired, and the first thing I want to do is lay down on my bed, 
get something to eat and call it call it a day you know uh i just, just <laughs> Most of the times I find myself taking naps to like 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, and then waking up and having to do homework and then going back to sleep. So it's been a little rough. But, you know, uh, God's been leading me in a lot of different ways. If you know me personally, if you don't, um, you know, not to brag about me, but to brag about God, you know. You know God's leading me to do, you know, big steps of faith. And God's been calling me to do different things these past couple months. And that's why I really have been away from the podcast. I've been so focused on other things that I forgot he's given me this tool also to speak to you guys. And I feel like he's drawing me back here, you know, just to share my heart and share what he's doing, you know. And I just want I just want to share what the goodness of God and what he has done in my life and Christian's life. So we're trust me, we're going to do we're going to try our best to uh, get this back and running. Um Another reason that we haven't been recording also, uh, you know, just there's been a lot of things God has been doing in our lives. First with the youth, um, if you don't know, I'm part of the leadership of, of Extend, which is um, the youth group at my church to the reach. And we just been, our youth group has been really growing. Uh, number wise, yes, but I'm talking about uh, the fire is really burning. You can see. All of us are pursuing God like never before. Um, people that I would never think, you know, will start pursuing God are actually pursuing Him more than ever. I'm just seeing the growth in our team and our leaders, Dave and Samantha, and I say, wow, it's crazy. You know, we've been doing a lot, opening doors. Uh, just, just a couple of weeks ago, I had the honor and privilege to go preach at another congregation. Uh, it was actually the congregation was my old church, which is funny because that's where I got saved and God brought me back to there. But, you know, I got an opportunity to preach over there uh, just about what God wants to do, the Holy Spirit, you know, how he wants to move in us. And I had the honor and privilege to have, you know, the leadership extend with me, you know, interceding, uh, ministering with me as well. And it was beautiful. You could see the unity between two churches, but also with her leadership. I've never seen unity like that. And I'm sharing this because I'm sharing uh, what God's doing in our youth. It's crazy. You know, people that would think and see them in and on the street will think, oh, there's no way they're serving God. But they're the very ones laying hands. It's amazing. And it, it it just blows my mind, you know, my, my friend Alicia, who's, she's a, a youth leader as well at our church, you know, she's part of the intercessor team, she's powerful, and she was there, and I could see well, the way God is moving in her, it's crazy, uh, every time I see her praying over someone, I get, uh, I get startled, because I know that she was never like that, you know, uh, God literally took her out of death and brought her to life, and it's been amazing the way God's using her, and just all our youth in that church, and it's not just our youth, uh, a couple of weeks ago, the, um, the women's of the church, you know, they just, they had like a, they called that woman's breakfast, but it was more like a conference, and man, I was, I was shocked, the Holy Spirit flooded that place like never before. And you could see the fire in the woman. I was like, yo, this is crazy. The woman was preaching fire. Then the men, <laughs> I love y'all men, but them women were on fire that day. And I could see the way God's moving in our city, um, uniting people. And I'm very excited. So that's really mainly why I haven't <laughs> been recording much. Uh, so much has been happening. If you guys follow me on Instagram, um, I'm doing things that... Uh, 
other people don't have the privilege to do. So I'm honored that uh, at such a young age, God's opening doors that I never thought would be open. And it just helps me humble myself and also submit to him more. Because, like, what more can he do? You know? And I'm just thankful that I get to be part of this journey called Life with Christ. <laughs> and it just, he uh, wraps me in his arms daily. And I'm just taking it day by day. Uh, the last thing about, you know, why we haven't been releasing and recording, we're trying hard to uh, get a weekly episode out there. I say it again, uh, just to emphasize it, but keep praying for us so um, the Lord can give us strength and unity so we can just uh, keep this podcast going. Because I know there's a lot of young people out there, you young believers who want to hear the word more and maybe don't have a place to go or maybe can't hear it from other young believers. But this is a place where uh, we built it on the foundation that young believers can experience Jesus just by listening to us speak that God will use us and for future, we use uh, guest speakers also to just share what God's doing in the young community, but also uh, create an environment, right? Even through Instagram, that God can transform lives, right? Through a podcast. It doesn't matter where we are, but the Holy Spirit is there. Can I get amen on that? So just always know that the Holy Spirit wants to move, especially in this podcast. We built it for the Holy Spirit to move like never before. So, as you listen to this podcast, come with an expectation every time that the Lord will speak to you directly. And that's our passion. That's our passion at Life as Young Believers. To preach to you not what we, we we think, you know, not what the world thinks, not what we think is special, but the gospel of Jesus, the simple grace of Him, and how He has unraveled our lives and changed us for the better. Wow, God is good. And now, <laughs> I'm on to my teaching. Praise God. <laughs> That was a little wrap-up of, you know, just catching up with you guys. Because I know a lot of you that listen to this, and I may not know. So I want you to know what's happening and just understand me and Christian's part in this as well. So in the name of Jesus, we uh, today's scripture is found in Hebrews 9, Hebrews 9 verse 11 uh, to 22. And before I read it, this is just a... A scripture about the blood of Jesus, and as as I was preparing for this podcast, I, I was asking the Holy Spirit, you know, minister me, minister to me what I should be teaching today, and He brought me back to a a, a teaching I had in my notes that when I read this, it, it shook my life, and I, I think it could shake your life today too, if you truly believe uh, the way He changed my life through this. Wow, just so Holy Spirit, God, just flow, just flow in the name of Jesus. So it's found Hebrews nine, Hebrews nine, verse eleven. To 22, and it reads in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. But when Christ came as the high priest of the good things that are now already here, he went through the greater and more perfect tabernacle, greater and more perfect, that is not made with human hands. That is to say, is not part of this creation. There's going to be a little, a little longer scripture today, but stay with me. Verse 12, he did not enter by the means of blood of goats and cows, but he entered the most holy place once for all by his own blood, thus obtaining eternal redemption. The blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of a heifer sprinkled on those who are ceremonially, ceremonially unclean sanctified them so that they of a heifer, I mean, so they are outwardly clean. 
Verse 14. How much more than would the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself unblemished to God, cleanse our consciences from acts that lead to death, so that means that we may serve the living God. For this reason, Christ is the mediator of a new covenant, that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance. Now that he has died as a ransom to set them free from the sins committed under the first covenant. Verse 16. In the case of a will, it is necessary that to prove the theft, the death of the one who made it. Because a will is in force only when somebody has died. and never takes effect while the one who made it is living. That is why even the first covenant was not put into effect without the blood that is important. When Moses had proclaimed every command of the law to all the people, he took the blood of cows, together with water, scarlet wool, and branches of hyssop, and sprinkled the scroll on all the people. He said, This is the blood of the covenant which God has commanded you to keep. In the same way, he sprinkled with the blood of Both the tabernacle, and everything else used in the ceremonies. In fact, the law requires that nearly everything be cleansed with blood, and without the shedding of the blood, there is no forgiveness. Wow. So just to sum that up, you know, Hebrews is written by, sorry, I'm pulling out my notes real quick. Uh, You know, it's written, it doesn't say who, but we believe it's Paul. But here um, in this passage in Hebrews, it's just talking about the blood of Christ. And as I as I was reading this the other day, it really caught my attention. I'm like, wow. People don't understand the uh, the power the blood of Christ has, and I just want to give a background information on why um you know we use the blood of Christ as a a tool in our walk and uh, why God uses it also to show His power and His grace. You see, uh, God uses the concept of blood because it's the very thing that provides our existence and it's a necessity of life. You see, uh. To identify something uh, is living, you have to see the blood, right? And uh, that's what the blood of Christ is. It's genuine life. And the blood of Christ brings us to life and it heals us. That's the, the main thing. You know, when, when his blood on that cross, you know, he, it really unraveled us. And it, that's the thing that saved us, his blood. And I truly believe if you guys understand that today, you will find freedom. Uh, I just want to recap some things and just teach you real quick. Uh, Verse 12, it says, He did not enter by means of the blood of goats and calves, but he entered the most holy place once and for all by his own blood, thus obtaining eternal redemption. Hear this. Because he entered through this world with his own blood, we are redeemed. I'll say that again. Because he entered... Through this world, with his own blood, we are redeemed. We are not redeemed by drugs. We are not redeemed by um, sex. We're not redeemed by, you know, anything but the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus is the main thing that brought us redemption. It's through him coming to this earth and so humbly serving others and dying on the cross that his blood brings eternal redemption, that we were destined to die because of our sin, but he saved us. He so kindly saved us, even when we did everything wrong. And it goes on to say in verse 13, the blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of a heifer sprinkled out those who are ceremonially unclean, sanctified them so that they are outwardly clean. 
right? Then verse 14 says, How much more than will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself unblemished to God, cleanse our consciousness from acts that lead to death, so that we may serve the living God? You see, goats and the bulls, the blood of bulls were used to sanctify someone unclean on the outside. You hear that? They were, in the Old Testament, they were used, these animals, the blood of the animals, to sanctify someone on the outside. And that's not what the blood of Jesus does. Yes, that was used to proclaim his name in the Old Testament, but the blood of Jesus in the New Testament, the one that gives us life every single day, this is what it does. The blood of Christ is so powerful that he cleanses our minds from acts to death, from acts of death to serving the living God. Imagine, he brings us from literal death to life. That's that's it's that simple. People complicate his uh what he did on the cross. He died for your sin, and when he bled and died there, his blood cleansed you, his blood redeemed you, his blood made you whole. His blood is the the very power that helps you defeat the enemy. And we can't go on without understanding that. Because that's how you fight freedom. That's how you found freedom. That's how you find it every day. And that's how you defeat the enemy every day. Because the blood of Jesus is the most powerful tool that we don't use. And we need to start using it because it literally brings us from death to life. You see, in verse 15, it goes on, it goes on to say, For this reason Christ is the mediator of the new covenant, that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance. Now that he has died a ransom to set them free from the sins committed under the first covenant. Do you hear that? He came to be a redeemer from the people who were slaves to sin. We were literally slaves to sin. And some of us are still slaves to sin right now. We can't come home without watching pornography. We can't come home without taking some drugs. We can't get away from cursing. We can't get away from watching things that we shouldn't be watching. We can't get away from not honoring our parents. We just can't explain it because you know why? Because we're slaves to sin. We have to obey that sin. And we live like that because the enemy is controlling our lives. He's using different spirits and pr principalities to weigh you down. And so you can be a slave to that sin. So you're not fulfilled without committing that sin. And then afterwards, he brings us shame. He brings us condemnation and tells us we're not good enough. And tells us that we don't have a purpose. But I'm here to tell you. I'm here to tell you, enemy. I'm here to tell you, young believers. Enemy has no power over you. Through the blood of Jesus, he saved you from, he saved you from being a slave. He redeemed what used. He redeemed what used to be. What we used to be was dead, and he brought us to life. His blood is the most powerful thing. And just like those, the slaves were free back in the day from the law that didn't permit slavery to happen. The act of Jesus dying on the cross freed us from the hands of the enemy. Free us. From sin. That slavery we live every single day. Every single one. Every nation. Every every person. Every male, female lives a slave to sin. But they don't see it. I'm here to open some spiritual eyes. Don't you see? You are a slave to sin. And I was once there too. But when you, when you ask God to open your spiritual eyes. And when you ask God for his blood. 
the blood of Jesus to unravel you. He will cleanse you. And he will cleanse what you thought was unclean forever. He will turn that shame and turn it into freedom. He will turn that condemnation and turn it into hope. Don't you see? He wants to change our lives today. You know, I was going to preach a, a pretty message, but I want to preach about the sim- simplicity of the blood. Because without the blood, we were literally dead. Without the blood, we have no purpose. Without the blood, we are not redeemed. Understand that today. And I want to end with this. Verse 22. Uh, verse 22, it says, In the same way he sprinkled. Oh, actually, no. Sorry. Verse 22. In fact, the law requires that nearly everything be cleansed with the blood. And without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. I like how it says everything needs to be cleansed with the blood. And that goes on to say, it doesn't say it there, but the Holy Spirit revealed to me, our hearts, our relationships, our houses, our churches, our souls, our spirits need to be cleansed with the blood. Every specific part of your life needs to be cleansed with the blood of Jesus. Because without it, it's death. Without it, it's not glorifying God. Without it, it's not helping you in your walk. When we cleanse our lives everywhere with the blood, He gives us a new purpose. He gives us new life. And He shows us what is truly to live in His presence. And in the second part of this verse, it says something so good. It says, and without the shedding of the blood, there is no forgiveness. You see, without Christ shedding His blood, there was no forgiveness. We are able to walk in His grace because He shed His blood on Calvary. Wow, isn't God good? That even when we did everything wrong, even when we did everything He told us not to, even when we ran from Him, He came looking for us and offered us salvation. And take that today. Take what happens when you receive His blood. And receive his salvation. He'll cleanse you. And show you a new way of living. Receive that today guys. Young believers. And always know that the blood of Jesus. Overcomes your finances. Overcomes schoolwork. It overcomes even family. Sorry for that. I just dropped something. (laughs) It overcomes everything. Take the blood of Jesus, receive it, the free gift, the free gift of life today. I want to end there. Wow, that was a little Holy Spirit breakthrough moment. I really believe this this teaching was really powerful and spirit-driven. And if nothing's not going to happen, nothing's going to happen if you don't receive it. I, I really believe, re- receive it. And as you listen to this episode... Ask God, what do you want me to get from it? And I want to end with a little song clip and prayer. Thank you, Jesus, for your blood. Thank you for your blood that cleanses us. Actually, Lord, just do your will. Let your will be done. In the name of Jesus, Lord, have your way in our lives. In the name of Jesus, Lord, lead us new ways, Lord, that wherever we walk, in school, in our jobs, in our churches, raise up new leaders, raise up new warriors, and open our eyes. Cleanse our minds and our souls and our spirits with your blood today. 
and help us flow in your spirit, Lord. In the name of Jesus, teach us new ways. Thank you, Lord. You are worthy. You are worthy. Have a great day. I love you guys. And this is a new episode on Life as Young Believers. I'll see you soon.